0: Welcome to this edition of the Head Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 173 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about the Nuggets signing power forward Aaron Gordon to a four-year $92 million extension after trading for him last season. For his career, Gordon has averaged 12.7 points, 6.3 rebounds, and shot 45% from the field, 32% from free. Gordon has spent the previous six and a half years with the Orlando Magic behind Nikola Vucevic and Evan Fournier, and there would be flashes of him playing at an elite level, but he never came close to being the face of the franchise like everyone expected. He is probably best known for being robbed, at the slam dunk competition by Zach Levine. I mean, this is a guy in Aaron Gordon who has always been a what could be and not a what is. He is not one of the best players in the NBA. So that's why I find this contract to be so fascinating that the Denver Nuggets are giving him four years, 92 million dollars. And I think there are several reasons why. The number one reason is he is only 25 years old, and until he hits his 30s, there will always be a belief that the best is yet to come for Aaron Gordon. That he will either take his game to the next level, or become a consistent night in and night out type of player. The Nuggets wrongfully or rightfully think they can get more out of him than the Magic could. I mean, Gordon, was not playing on great teams, he will be playing with Nikola Jokic, the best passing big man in all the basketball, and Jamal Murray, a top 10 guard. This is what happens when teams are on losing teams. You see the potential in them, and then the winning teams think, well, if I just got that guy on my roster, we would be insane. It was the same thing with DeMarcus Cousins and the Sacramento Kings. Remember all that? DeMarcus Cousins was on a very bad team. Then he went to the Pelicans. The Pelicans got him, and they thought they would be a amazing. No, they were not amazing. Winning franchises always think that the losing teams are the problems and not the players. Aaron Gordon might be what Aaron Gordon is going to be at this point, but the Denver Nuggets will not believe that they traded for him. They are a winning organization. I mean, the past two seasons, they have really competed. Two years ago, they went to the Western Conference Finals versus the LA Lakers, and a year ago, they got to the second round of the postseason. They have a belief in themselves as a team. They do not need Aaron Gordon to be the face of the franchise. They don't have as high stakes in him as the Orlando Magic did and they probably view the Orlando Magic as being the problem in Aaron Gordon's career. Again, you see this time and time again whether it's DeMarcus Cousins with the Kings, Anthony Davis with the Pelicans, we view the teams as being the biggest problems. No, listen, Aaron Gordon is nowhere near the player of DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis. I'm not comparing him to those type of players, but I am comparing the situation he was in. He was on a team in the Orlando Magic that a lot of us did not deem as a very good team, but we all had that expectation that at some point, Aaron Gordon is going to become the absolute best player on the Orlando Magic, and that did not happen, and it seems like right now, we are more blaming towards the Orlando Magic than we are on Aaron Gordon. We still view Aaron Gordon as a guy with unlimited potential. He's an athletic freak. At some point, we all think he's going to play at a consistent level in the NBA, that he's going to be worth this contract. This contract is about what will be for Aaron Gordon and not what has been. And that leads me to the other reason the Nuggets are paying him because the expectations for him in Denver are not the same for him with the Magic. For the Magic, he was a bit of a disappointment because they thought at one point he would take the mantle of being their best player, and that never happened. With the Nuggets, he is being asked to be the third option behind Jokic and Murray. He is, in my mind, the replacement for Jemai Grant, who left the Nuggets for the Pistons and had a breakout year for Detroit. I, for one, like Grant better. This is something that a lot of teams with two stars try to do. They try to fill in that third option. I mean, the Blazers just played a boatload of money to Norman Powell, and now the Denver Nuggets are doing it with Aaron Gordon. I mean, the Blazers have Dame Lillard and... CJ McCollum. They need that third option. They have been looking for that third option forever and now the same thing is with the Denver Nuggets. The thing about the Nuggets that's crazy is they seemingly had the perfect third option in Jeremy Grant and then he left for Detroit where he is now becoming a somewhat of a star player. They missed out on their third option and now they're filling in that hole with Aaron Gordon and I'm not sure it's going to work out for them. The expectations are not for Gordon to score 20 and but they are for him to add something to a team with championship expectations. Again, two years ago, the Duggets made the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers and last season the semifinals. Gordon, at the very least, needs to shoulder some of the load off of MVP big man Nikola Jokic. Gordon should at least average 15 points and eight rebounds a game. His best season with the Magic, which was 2017-2018, he averaged 17 points and eight rebounds a game. He is a freakish athlete. I just have doubts that he's a winning player. Thus far in his career, Gordon has not lived up to the hype. He's been on a few teams with solid records, but I never felt like he was a huge reason as to why they were successful. And if this contract is to work out for the Nuggets, that needs to change this year. This is a big ask for Aaron Gordon. He's no longer being asked to be the face of a franchise, but he needs to be able to fit into a winning culture. And I'm not not sure Aaron Gordon can do that I mean, think about it. The Nuggets are trying to win a championship in a league that's being dominated by big frees. The Nets have Durant, Harden, and Kyrie Irving, and the Lakers now have LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, and Anthony Davis. No matter how old you think the Lakers might be, on paper, they are right now better than the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets have two superstar players in Nikola Jogic and Jamal Murray, and some people don't even consider Murray to be a superstar player. If the Nuggets, are going to be a championship caliber team Aaron Gordon is going to have to fulfill a huge role on this team and I have serious doubts that he's capable of doing that thus far in his career he has shown no signs of being able to be part of a winning team like that and play a big role on a team maybe it's possible but right now I don't love this contract I think one of the biggest reasons the Nuggets are falling in love with Aaron Gordon is because last year with the Magic, Gordon shot 37% from free. And that's a huge part of the league right now is the stretch big man? They are all the rage. Just re- look at what Brooke Lopez did with the Bucs. Ideally, that's what the Nuggets want Gordon to become. They want him to be the stretch big man and to have Nikola Jokic pass him the ball and for him to hit the wide open free point shot. That's what I think this is about. This is about Aaron Gordon stretching the floor. It's not about him becoming a 20 point scorer. It's not about him averaging 10 points per game. It's about him being a threat from the free point line and that's what ideally the Nuggets want him to become on a more consistent basis. It's not about him making the freakish dunks. It's about you hitting the wide open shots when Nikola Jokic gets you the ball in the big moments and that's a big ask for Aaron Gordon. Again we've never seen him take a big shot in a meaningful game that matters except for last season when he joined the Nuggets. Can he do that in a full NBA season? But again that's what they were saying about Brook Lopez. He was a losing player with the Nets. He was just a guy who put up numbers. I think he was more successful with the Nets than Aaron Gordon has been with the Magic but we were all saying the same things about Brook Lopez. He was a bad defense he was a big man. All he did was score the ball. Then he joins the Milwaukee Bucks and he becomes a lethal three-point shooting big man. I think that's what the Denver Nuggets want Aaron Gordon to become. And if he does become that, they're going to become a championship-level basketball team. And those are probably way more realistic expectations than the ones that we've had on Aaron Gordon for years. I mean, we, we watched that dunk contest and we were like, wow, I can't wait for him to be able to do this in a basketball game just because you can dunk like that. It doesn't relate to the actual game. He was never going to be able to dunk like that during a game. But what he can do in a game is hit the free pointers and if he can hit them at a consistent level in the NBA, then the Denver Nuggets are going to be a top three or four team in the Western Conference. I mean, they have to think about the Phoenix Suns as well. I don't think that's a team going away. That team has Chris Paul. That team has Devin Booker. That team has DeAndre Aiden. That team has a big free. DeAndre Ayton is a way better third option than Aaron Gordon is at this point. You have to look at what the other teams have. I don't think Aaron Gordon is the ideal third option for a team in the Western Conference that's trying to compete for a championship. I'm not even basing that on the numbers. There are plenty of really good basketball players that aren't averaging 20 points and 10 rebounds a game. I remember when everyone was calling Al Horford average, but you could see the impact he was having on winning basketball. I have never seen Aaron Gordon, A, put up the stats, or have an impact on a winning basketball team. That's what I'm talking about. It's not all about the stats. There are guys who put up great stats on losing teams. Kevin Love was putting up amazing stats on the Minnesota Timberwolves. What did it really mean? Then he went to the Cleveland Cavaliers and showed he was a winning player. So now we think of Kevin Love as a winning player. Aaron Gordon was not putting up amazing stats, and he was on a bad basketball team, so now I have to see him make an impact on a winning basketball team before I change my opinion on him. Again, Al Horford was had an amazing impact on winning basketball teams without putting up 20 points and 10 rebounds a game. You can have an impact without having amazing stats, but right now Aaron Gordon has not had an impact without putting up amazing stats. He has done neither of those things, so I have my doubts about him as being a top-tier basketball player in the NBA or being a top-tier role player. This guy is not like somebody who's become an inch of being an all-star. He has never even gotten close to being named one, yet he is making $92 million. That sounds insane. That sounds like a big risk for the Denver Nuggets. And that gets me to my big point. Big contracts can be risky because you are paying someone to continue to play at an elite level. I think they are even riskier when you are paying someone... for potential, which is what the Nuggets are doing with Gordon. They are not paying Gordon for what has been in the NBA. They are paying him for what they think he will be, and that can be a hit or miss. It worked for the Celtics with Jalen Brown. He's now thought of as a star player, and that's a good contract. However, it did not work out for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Remember that story? They gave Andrew Wiggins, a massive, massive extension before we ever thought of him as a star player. And then the owner came out and said, well, Andrew Wiggins needs to learn how to play elite defense. He needs to bring it night in and night out. Now we're years later and Andrew Wiggins is on the Golden State Warriors and he's thought of basically as a role player. They were paying Andrew Wiggins for the superstar they thought he was going to become and he did not become that superstar. So that became one of the worst contracts in in the NBA. It's easier to pay someone massive money when you know what they are. It's risky when you're paying them for something you think that they are, and that's what the Nuggets are doing with Aaron Gordon. They obviously view him as a winning basketball player, as someone who's going to be the perfect fit alongside Jokic and Murray, but they don't know that as fact. So I wouldn't be surprised if two years from now, we're looking at this Aaron Gordon contract and we're saying it's one of the worst deals in the NBA. The Raptors also paid Pascal Siakam a boatload of money to replace Kawhi Leonard without knowing if he could be the replacement for Kawhi Leonard. Now, two years later, that doesn't look so great. Pascal Siakam is a good player, but he doesn't seem to be the face of the franchise type of guy. I'm just saying it's a huge risk to pay someone off of their potential because you don't know if that potential is ever going to be reached. Paying someone a max contract because they already are a superstar player, I think is easy. It's a good bet that Steph Curry is going to continue to shoot a limitless range of three-point shots. It's an even bigger risk to think that Aaron Gordon is going to amount to be a consistent player in the NBA when he has shown no signs of doing that. I mean, it's 12 points It's 6 rebounds. That does not equate to $92 million, and he has had no impact on winning basketball games. I think a similar thing has happened with Lonzo Ball and the Chicago Bulls. I mostly like what the Chicago Bulls did this offseason. They brought in DeRozan. They brought in Ball last season. They brought in Vucevic. They look to be a team that's competing. They have Zach Levine, but they have a bunch of guys who have put up impressive stats on losing teams. I have no idea if any of those players other than DeMar DeRozan know how to win regular season games on a consistent basis. Yes, Lonzo Ball was the best player on the Pelicans. What does that actually mean? Does it mean the Chicago Bulls are going to be able to win basketball games with the combination of Ball, Levine, and Vucevic? I have no idea. None of those guys have won jack squat. At the very least with Aaron Gordon, you are at least surrounding him with guys who have played in meaningful basketball games. I mean, Jokic has now been to the Western Conference Finals. Jamal Murray has had two 50-point games in the NBA postseason. These guys are winning basketball players. At the very least, you are surrounding Aaron Gordon with a winning basketball team, and you're surrounding him with a decent head coach in Mike Malone. I think he's an underrated head coach. I mean, DeMarcus Cousins had his best seasons under Mike Malone. And I think two things can be true. The first thing, the Denver Nuggets are going to be a very good basketball team next year, and there is a chance that Aaron Gordon plays a part in that. And the second thing that can be true is Aaron Gordon is not worth $92 million. And maybe that's just me having to come to the realization that average to a bit above average basketball players are now going to make an insane amount of money. And these numbers will continue to skyrocket. I mean, $92 million for a guy with a career averages of 12 points a game is not something that I really care for. I don't think it sh- the numbers should be flying that high for a guy like Aaron Gordon. I think there are a lot of better big men in the NBA who are making less money than Aaron Gordon. I think for some reason, reason we think of Aaron Gordon as a big name when he's not a big name. Again, his biggest moment for all of us is almost winning a slam dunk championship. That's all you need to know about how I feel about this contract. There's no big games you can talk about. There's no postseason victories to talk about. There's that time with the Orlando Magic when they traded everyone away and they wanted Aaron Gordon to be the face of the franchise and he never did. That's how I view Aaron Gordon as a player. Now, maybe he can change my opinion, but the problem is the Denver Nuggets gave him a load of money before he could ever do so. And I'll be the first to admit, you should not bet against someone who is only 25 years old in the NBA, but I will say this as a slight against Aaron Gordon. He has had less impact on winning basketball than the young Celtics center Robert Williams. I think Robert Williams has shined more in the postseason than Aaron Gordon has. Think about that. Aaron Gordon has been in the league for seven seasons. We think of him as this young pup who's going to finally get his act together and become a 20 point 10 rebound machine. That never happened. Now he's with the Denver Nuggets. He's the third wheel and he's still worth almost max money. That doesn't add up. How can someone who didn't measure up to what we think they were going to be still end up with a massive massive contract in the NBA? And you have guys like Robert Williams who's like what on year three in the NBA and he has like nine blocks against a championship caliber Nets team, it doesn't add up. The money for Aaron Gordon does not add up maybe the Nuggets are right, and maybe they can unlock the real Aaron Gordon, but up until this point, I find his career to be mostly unsuspenseful, so that's why I find this four-year, $92 million contract to be utterly shocking. When I saw the number, I am still baffled. I don't care if contracts are getting bigger, and this is the new normal. When I see a guy like Aaron Gordon get this kind of contract, it blows my mind. I don't think he, is worth these kind of numbers. And the last thing I'll say about the matter is I'm not just basing this on stats. If Aaron Gordon averages 17-9 and next season and the Denver Nuggets get knocked out of the first round, my feelings towards Aaron Gordon will not have changed. I will not now think he is a good basketball player. Obviously, he's going to put up somewhat better numbers on the Denver Nuggets than he did on the Orlando Magic. If my opinion on Aaron Gordon is going to change, it will be because Aaron Gordon played a big part in the Denver Nuggets, either A, going back to the Western Conference Finals, or B, finally making it to the NBA Finals. This is not all about the stats. This is about Aaron Gordon adding to an already winning basketball team and myself having serious doubts that he is capable of doing that. I hope Aaron Gordon proves me wrong, but right now, that four-year $92 million to Aaron Gordon doesn't look so great right now especially with other teams building with Big Freeze. Your third option is going to be Aaron Gordon. I don't think that makes the Denver Nuggets a legitimate championship contender. It doesn't move the needle. They have an MVP big man in Nikola Jokic. They have to make that next step and make it to the NBA Finals and I don't think adding Aaron Gordon to the mix is enough to make that possible. And in the Western Conference, I still have teams like the Suns, Lakers, and Slippers ahead of the Denver Nuggets. I don't get excited about the Nuggets' future when they sign Aaron Gordon to a massive four-year $92 million contract. Sorry, I don't. Hopefully, they prove me wrong. I'm rooting for the Nuggets this season, and even though I just talked a lot about him, I'm rooting for Aaron Gordon to prove me wrong. Hopefully, he does. I don't see it happening, though. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so please rate, review, and subscribe.